0: hi i'm tiffany i'm Corey. i'm laura
1: my name is desmond i'm sam
0: and this is nickel for your thoughts and today's nickel is for our thoughts on us all right well welcome to our first episode this is kind of exciting actually not kind of excited i am excited um yeah I feel like i didn't expect to be in a podcast i don't know about you guys but we all signed up for this um thing (laughs) so now here we are so maybe we could just like start off and describe a little bit like how do we all end up here uh why are we doing this podcast how'd this happen no thoughts all right well i mean (laughs) that kind of explains it um at least for me, I um, I don't know. I was looking for work to do, and then I ended up, hop looking around for work. Saw Laura needed help, and decided to help out with podcasts, and um, ended up with all these lovely individuals who have joined us for the summer. NCC, I don't know. How did you guys end up here?
1: I think I ended up here because I I love listening to podcasts, so I spend a lot of time of my time listening to them, and so when I heard that we could that could be a part of my work I'm like oh this would be really really interesting and then also um friends are like yo you should actually get on a podcast and I'm like okay this seems like a good idea <laughs> so we'll see if my friends are right that I actually have things that are valuable to say <laughs> on a podcast
2: yeah I think uh well I I tend to work with creative communications over the summers. Uh in the past mostly doing writing, but I've been toying with the idea of podcasting as has the entire creative communications department for the last few years. And I think COVID's kind of accelerated that a bit. I think there's a few podcasts that have kind of been launching because of uh because of COVID. And uh so joined the podcast team was doing some copywriting when uh, Caroline was leading. Uh uh, the podcast stuff. And so just kind of naturally got segued into this when uh, I think, I forget who brought up the Nickel for Your Thoughts idea originally before it was called that. Uh, but yeah, then just sort of naturally wanted to be a part of the idea. For me, it was just kind of fun. Um,
3: I actually signed up for a bunch of committees, uh, I signed up for pretty much every committee. Uh, <laughs> Just to be like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. Let's see where this goes. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, this this one stuck. I think I like the idea the most uh, in terms of what we're doing. Um, but I mean, just like most people, I love hearing my own opinion. <laughs> um, but, but I but I really like the I like the fact that this is a conversation. I really love the fact that it's not just uh, one or two people talking about something. Uh, But it's actually like a a conversation and I really appreciate and value that.
1: The way you described that, Sam, I was like, ah, this feels like when you're in first year and you're at the club sphere and you sign up for every (laughs) club. That's true. (laughs) And, And then you're like, okay, I found the one yeah and then you don't go to any of them
4: but you <laughs> the- get all of the emails
0: oh, all the for emails. every single
1: club. oh my gosh <laughs>
0: um so maybe we need to backtrack a little bit here as well like um we're all part of an organization called Pirate to change we're all staff we all work with university students we work with Pirate to change students and um yeah there's a department called creative communications where we create stuff like the name suggests and one of those things is podcasts so um Des and Sam are usually on campus on university campuses um Mm -hmm. but have signed up to do this for the summer and we threw this together I don't know Laura do you want to talk about how you end up in podcasting or not really I feel like that's a longer much longer story
4: I feel like I have so many thoughts that I have no idea where to place them um Hi, I'm Laura. You may recognize my voice from approach and my name from editing all of PTC podcasts. Um, I'm currently the editor and sound uh, producer of all of the podcasts. And so naturally this was the team that I was to give leadership to. And honestly, (laughs) I don't normally like hearing my own voice. I like being behind like the soundboard more than being in front of the microphone but caroline and eric would get me to record all of the little things snippets in between for podcasting so i'm the voice of ultimate questions <laughs> the little introduction oh. um i feel <laughs> I like I do. these are like
3: uh, fun facts
4: <laughs> yeah you can like just go back and try and hear my voice in different places if we didn't have like a voice yeah It's my voice. So if there's an ad roll in the middle of uh, an episode of Undiscussed, it's probably my voice. Yeah. Um, And Caroline and Eric were always like, Laura, you have the best podcasting voice. You should host a podcast. And I've always insisted, no, I do not (laughs) want to host a podcast. That's too much effort. That's how I know you. (laughs) Um, but, uh, with these summer podcasts and it being a panel and it doesn't feel like I'm the one hosting it by myself, mm-hmm. I can still do all of the editing and still be a voice on this. So I'm excited to see where this goes.
0: Excited to be here. Excited to be here with you guys. I'm going to introduce myself again, um, cause I think I just said things. Um, but yeah, Nora, this isn't you know, what I've been doing the last two years. Um, I've been working more with marketing and design and um, branding, but uh, the opportunity came about to work with podcasts. So now I'm helping Laura produce uh, two of the new podcasts that we have coming out, this one being one of them. And so, yeah, I don't know. I like like talking. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot to say, which is why I hate texting, because then I see just how many words come out of my mouth and it's too many. We all have things that we enjoy talking about, um, things that we're passionate about. So why not throw all of us together here um, in a conversation and talk about it? Hopefully, you know, we won't rant too hard about nothing. I mean, I think it's kind of cool to hear about what other people are interested in or what people are thinking about. I tend to think what I'm thinking about is the whole world, but I don't think that's true. (laughs) Maybe that's my uh, youthfulness, you know, my...
3: I carry the weight of the world on my shoulders.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I think we just released the trailer on Spotify and Apple. um, And more people in our organization started hearing about it. And the question that I keep getting is, what's with the name? What the heck is Nickel for your thoughts?
2: I think the, uh, I actually don't know the origin of the phrase, like Penny for your thoughts or whatever. But I think the idea behind it is like, Well, I'd like to hear your opinion, but it's also just that, like, it's not like I'm asking you for gospel truth or something like that. And I think that's the heart behind the podcast for us is like, these are our views. We're hoping to stimulate conversation, but we're also not pretending like we know everything. And so I think we're probably trying to come at the podcast with a humble attitude that will help encourage the kind of conversation we wanna have.
4: And we also do be Canadian where we don't have pennies anymore. <laughs> so, the next cheapest form of currency is a nickel.
0: A penny is one cent, nickel is five cents.
3: I I have a question. Why are we offering the lowest denominator currency <laughs> for people's thoughts? <laughs> Isn't it, should, wouldn't it be more worth it?
4: I feel like it's a little humble brag, cause it's <laughs> like you know.
3: Oh yeah, that's true.
4: I'm not like a million dollar thought, even though, like I know I'm a million dollar thought.
3: Yeah, it's like a humble thought. It's like it's probably worth a penny, but I wouldn't complain if you paid me a hundred bucks for it.
4: Right, and I don't think we could use any other coin, cause like Looney for your thought or toony <laughs> for your thought, I think would just go right over our American audience.
1: But I wonder if you if you if you up the money. If, you, if, if then you'd feel a lot of pressure to actually give really good thoughts.
4: <laughs> but what
0: is a good thought? I don't know. I think that if you pay, <laughs> if you were paying less, but you end up getting a good thought, like that's an amazing deal.
3: Or what about this? Maybe, maybe it's not about the value of the thought, but it's about what the hearer can afford. So I want to get to know everyone's thoughts so I can offer a penny to 100 people, but I wouldn't be able to pay a dollar to everyone because I don't have that much money.
4: That's so deep.
0: Well, we'll see what comes out of these conversations. I don't really know. Uh, we don't really know. We just have an idea of things that we like talking about. Um, but just a bit more context on what you know to expect uh, in upcoming episodes.
1: Yeah. So the format of this podcast is just us having a roundtable discussion, um, just sharing our thoughts, and just enjoying each other's company. Um, some of our podcasts, you'll find something really, really fun and just fun things we like to rant about and enjoy and then the other things will be really deep and so it might cause you to reflect and ask deeper questions more as you watch us ask questions of each other i guess one thing i've observed over time in life is that wisdom not comes from just knowing stuff but like in community and so we hope this actually provokes wisdom um both in us and in you
5: yeah and to add on to that I think also we wanna have fun conversations and some serious conversations. So some conversations that you can just sit back, listen to our wild opinions about things that we're passionate about, and then other conversations that may provoke thought in you. And so we've kind of taken it like a cassette or a vinyl where remember the good old days you got to the end of listening to a vinyl you flipped it over so that you could listen to more music on the other side it's the same thing except for us side a will be really fun conversations and then on the flip side of that side b are the more serious thought-provoking conversations
0: we'll see how we sustain the serious topics i for one am not good at Diving into hard things for too long without making a joke or laughing um, Except now I pointed out which is double the fun, you know What makes laughing more fun is pointing out that you're laughing and making other people feel uncomfortable, so The thing with podcasts is you won't see us you, it, So you'll have to recognize our voices uh, since there's five of us talking here But maybe it'll be helpful not necessarily to put a face to a name Um, but maybe some characteristics, some information about us. I don't
4: know. I know we all hate it, but let's just do an icebreaker so that (laughs) we can break the ice between us and our listeners so they can get to know us. But it's not just what I want to know about you guys, but I want to know what you guys want to know about you guys. So my name is Laura. Um, I currently live in Guelph, Ontario, Canada. Um, In university, I studied theater, production, and design, but right now I am working for Power to Change with Creative Communications, doing all the editing for podcasts. Um, And I just wanna know, um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Like you're thrown on the spot, you gotta do karaoke right now. What song is in your back pocket?
2: Probably something from Disney. I was gonna say Disney would be up there. Maybe a whole new world.
3: Yeah, but whole new world is a duet. So are you doing both the, the
2: <laughs> both the roles? If I have to, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I, can, I can I can I can carry us. Oh, actually, no. It would be uh, it would be Hercules. I can go the distance.
4: Oh, that's a good song.
3: I'll make a man out of you and Mulan.
4: Big tune. Yep.
0: My uh, mine would be "My Love" by Westlife.
1: Oh wow, super (laughs) underrated boy band.
0: But the thing is, so the thing is, um, I grew up in Hong Kong, so I I grew up with a Filipino nanny who loved those boy bands, and so my exposure to music was through my Filipino nanny who loved Westlife. And So when my cousins and I would get together every Sunday, we would blast one of her CDs in his bedroom And like me and all my cousins would be like singing along to Westlife and our favorite song was my love
1: Yeah, I think my song is impacted not by my nanny, but by my older sister Um, When I think of getting into pop music, so I think my song would be from the greatest boy band in history, the Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's Back. Mm. Mm. That would be my go-to song. I'm not saying I would sing it well, but I would enjoy singing it. <laughs>
4: right around the time that this was being recorded is when Hamilton is on Disney+. Plus. Let me just say, I have been a fan for many years, and I have the entire musical memorized. Um, my go-to karaoke song is Satisfied.
1: Okay, Laura, quick question. Do you prefer the original version or the Sia version?
4: I I prefer the original. I think Renee does such a killer job. Oh my gosh. I'm just in love with her as a human being. And congratulations, that was cut from the musical. Woo! she kills it. She kills it in that song. This is just me being passionate. My bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who wants to go next?
2: I can go. Uh, so my name is Corey. Uh, I am from Hamilton, Ontario, originally. I live in Guelph uh, right now. I studied kinesiology at McMaster, and I'm currently doing my master's in uh, uh, in theology at Heritage Seminary in Cambridge. And I've been working with Power to Change for about six years now, uh, almost entirely uh, in Guelph, uh, part-time with Creative Communications. I do a lot of writing with them, and then also on campus primarily. And then uh, the question I would ask of all of you, I've been thinking about this recently uh, because of Ravi Zacharias's death uh, a month or so ago. But I was wondering if you have anybody in your life, well, who's actually not in your life, someone that you haven't met, that if they died, you'd actually really feel it.
0: Wow, that's so do you. <laughs> Wait, say that again?
2: I'm wondering if you have people in your life that maybe they've really impacted you or or just, you know, had some sort of significant effect on you, but you've never actually met them.
0: Oh, like celebrity?
2: Celebrity or like whatever. Like in the case of Ravi Zacharias, I was thinking about this. Like I've listened and been so impacted by this man, and so even though I've never met him, never even seen him in person actually, uh, I would have been very or I was very affected by his death, and I was—it got me thinking about who else, uh, you know. Even though I've never met them, I've been influenced by.
0: I'm just gonna go off of like the first thing that came to my head: Haley Williams from Paramore, um, the mm-hmm. band. Hmm. I, I, I think I still love her. Like she's the reason <laughs> I dress the way I do. She's the reason I started dyeing my hair. She, uh. I, like, I decided to like all the bands that she loved. Um, I literally followed a Tumblr page that would take photos of, you know, from her at events or shows and link the exact outfit. Like they would go and find the exact items so that you can buy the same <laughs> clothes that she owns. And I'm not going to lie, I bought a couple of them. <laughs> Um and uh I thought I was kind of over it until a few years ago my husband surprised me with last minute Paramore tickets and I reverted back to my high school self like I was screaming and like crying and just living it.
3: I don't know if I this counts. I don't know their names but uh the people who influenced the people who influenced me. So like a mentor or a or like a leader when I was growing up or just like an older kind of like older brother or sister figure in my life. Um, yeah, all the people who shaped me and I think about all the unknown faces, uh, to me who shaped them when they were young. And I think about how we're all kind of tied to this big grand story together. Um, and I might not ever know them. Um, I don't know this side of my life. Uh, Yeah. But if I found out that, say, from a mentor of mine that their mentor passed away, I think I would be sad and I would feel really impacted by that.
4: I don't know if I have an answer. I have to like really (laughs) think about this one.
2: Sorry, it's a little uh, on the deeper (laughs) side, I guess. I don't know if that was the intention, but.
4: No, it is. That's good. Hmm. It's a good question. It's just like my brain runs to like 12 different avenues of like people that have influenced me that I have never personally met. Like, I think a lot alongside, like, Tiffany, like, musicians, because I think music helps me process emotions that I don't want to process and sit in, and so there are a lot of, like, go-to songs that I have when I'm feeling sad, and they, like, help me to feel, and I think in a lot of ways, the arts just in general does that. It's called catharsis. Um, The feeling of uh, emotional release. So, but I can't, like, name any specific artist or like any specific person or anything like that that helped to do Mm. that I think in my life all the people that have influenced me are people that I know and I think the more removed I am from them the less like I'll be upset at their passing I'm not like a cruel human being (laughs) but I'm also just like well okay
1: I guess someone died that I don't know I haven't met personally that would impact me it'd be a guy named uh, Amisho Baraka But his stage name as uh, an artist is Show Baraka. I'd say he probably being my favorite rapper. If you could picture, um, I wouldn't, Will Smith does rap, but like if you think of like a Will Smith like about personality in terms of like someone that's really clever with lyrics, but will just say something really funny and charming. um, And so I think I would say him. And so like when I write poetry, I realize I'm influenced by him and his style. But he's also a really, um, yeah, thoughtful person, thoughtful thinker. Yeah, just some of the thoughts that he's shared has helped me navigate um, my thoughts on, um, yeah, being, I guess, a black Christian in North American uh, space and even one of the organizations he's helped to co-found has really helped me think through um, what, like how I see things um, as a Christian. And so I think I would say I'd say him and people that are really deep and funny. So, hey, my name is Sam.
3: I uh, I was born in Hong Kong, but I've moved back and forth between Hong Kong and Canada a couple of times. I, as I think back, I can really see how the moving around has made me feel a little bit like a third culture kid. Like no matter where I am, I don't truly belong, um, and I think there are pros and cons to that. I ended up going to school in Montreal um, where I studied psychology and that was simply because I really wanted to understand what made people do or believe the things that they did. Well, currently I live in Toronto during the regular year. In a normal week, my job is to work with university students, uh, answering a lot of different faith questions that they might have. Uh, What does it look like to be uh, wrestling with different faith questions as a university student?
4: and do you have a question for the group?
3: Oh yeah, I my question is, everyone seems to dislike the question, how's it going, in passing. But if you were to choose another question, aside from how's it going, what would your go-to question be? What's up? <laughs> What's uh <up? laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry. <laughs> it was too serious for too long, Tiffany so had to replace it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: not a question so much as it is a sound. Yeah, you can't you can't ask, how's it going? Or, what do you say?
4: I saw an Instagram post on my friend's um, story that I really liked, and I've been trying to, like, get my brain in the habit of actually asking this. But it's very related. Um, and it said, instead of asking, how are you, ask, what made you smile today? Hmm, hmm. hmm and i like that.
3: Yeah. Have you have you used that at,
4: at all? No. <laughs> Cuz we're social distancing.
2: <laughs> I honestly can't come up with one. It'd be like a what's good, but i guess that's the same idea. I'd ask what they're finding interesting or stimulating lately. It's probably a bit deeper, It could probably be a more concise, but
1: like if what's like what's like the song that kind of describes your mood um or what's like the current soundtrack to to your recent life.
2: I like that one.
0: Cool. Do you want to introduce yourself as well Des?
1: Uh, My name is Desmond. Um, In terms of where I'm from, so born um, in, um, born in Guyana. um, For those who are from Guyana or know the geography of Guyana, so I'm born in west coast Burbese. I lived on the east coast of Dememara, but I was a kid who commuted to Georgetown um, for school. Um, So yeah, so I lived there until I was 11, moved to Canada, lived in the suburbs. Shout out to all my people in Brampton. And for university, uh, I, I did that commuter life, so I went to the University of Toronto. Um, and just like people that go to the University of Toronto, I have a very long major, so, or long. Um, I did a double major in international relations and African studies with a history minor. Um, in the hopes of working for a nonprofit um, and kind of went into working for a nonprofit, (laughs) but not the nonprofit I expected. Um, Now I work for Power to Change at York University. Woo! Yeah, York is a fun space, I think. Um, And I guess my question for all of you would be, um, I guess, what was your go-to saturday morning cartoon like the one that you're like i love so much i have to say mine is digimon every saturday morning got my chores done got through barney other stuff and then i'm like 10 o'clock it's digimon
2: digimon came to mind for me for saturday morning cartoons but i will and always will be a dragon ball z guy
0: Mine is um, Dongbing Miu Miu, which translates to Tokyo (laughs) Miu Miu. It's about like five girls who get superpowers because some guy shoots them (laughs) with this like superpower injection, (laughs) and they represent different endangered animals, and their powers do not relate to them. It makes no sense, but you of a superhero crime-fighting... Actually, no, not crime-fighting. They fight aliens. Mm. Show.
4: I had so many. I don't think I value consistency enough in my life, and I probably should have, um, but I have an older brother, and so TV was always just, like, a tension in our household because we had to find something that both him and I could agree to sit and watch together or else, like just endless fighting um and our parents didn't have like schedules like tv time or whatnot or who gets to pick the shows it was just solely left in our hands so there are like i have vivid memories of watching like disney's recess or um powerpuff girls oh there was a third one pokemon that mm-hmm. one um because my brother and i could sit on a middle ground like we'd watch pokemon and he'd be in it for like the the lore and the story and whatnot and i'd be like yay misty is a girl <laughs> but more than cartoons my family was a video game family and so my brother and my dad would play nintendo together and they'd play the super mario brothers except i would always die because I was not good at video games. And so my brother would play the video games, and then I would sit beside him and sing the songs. So that's also... (laughs) I think that counts, because I watched it, but I was not participating in that I could not play it, because he would get very angry at me if I lost his lives.
3: Um, I didn't grow up in... I didn't grow up in uh, Canada. And so uh, the maybe animated cartoon that I would watch, uh, that I would put on, was The Lion King 2. I remembered, like for a good portion of my life, I would put that disc in, and Saturday mornings, that would be my go-to with my sister. Wow, Simba's pride. Yeah, with his uh, daughter and the, it's basically like a lion version of Romeo and Juliet, right?
4: I mean, the first one is a lion version of Hamlet, so.
3: Yeah. Also shout out to Land Before Time,
4: Oh, so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright,
0: well, I'm Tiffany um, And I was born and raised in Hong Kong I grew up here And then I moved to Canada at 18 years old To um, Kingston, Ontario Where I went to Queen's University um, And as you can imagine, that's quite the shift And from there, I went from one very exciting town To the next exciting town, which is Guelph Um... <laughs> I laugh because most people who know me know how much I complain about Guelph. No offense to all you true Guelphites out there. Um, And I recently just moved again. I studied uh, concurrent education um, for high school and my teacher roles were supposed to be English and drama. So I had uh, like almost a double major of sorts. But yeah, oh, what do I do now? I work with P2C in a way that like doesn't relate to my degree, but that's okay. Um, I'm the marketing manager for Global Missions and I dabble with a lot of other fun stuff with creative communications. So yeah, but what I'm curious to know is, um, is there like a personality test system um, and like that you prefer and which personality within that system do you feel best describes you guys?
2: So I've actually, I've been a personality nerd for a little while now uh really loved the Myers Briggs when I first kind of started learning about it feel like I still am cuz it's actually a little bit more complicated and in depth than you might think um I'm an INTJ although I kind of resonate with INFJ and maybe even like INFP INF uh J but INTJ is my kind of classic and I always like that one cuz if you look at the like you know how they have uh like they're not memes but uh like they're pictures online that can show you like movie characters and what character each personality type is so intj gets all the cool ones false it's like emperor palpatine <laughs> from star wars <laughs> false someone you can disagree this is my opinion uh and then oh what's the other one uh, Elrond from lord of the rings uh anyway so I, I i believe we have the monopoly on the cool characters are you calling yourself cool then Yeah, basically, yeah.
4: Let me just state that I am an ENFP and we have Michael Scott, so who else? Who else is better?
3: (laughs) Are you really ENFP? Me too, Laura.
4: Yeah.
2: (laughs) What are you, Desmond? Tell me you're uh, at least an I so we can i together. I'm similar to you, but I'm I'm an I and FJ, I believe. Okay, yeah. So you and I would probably be fairly similar, at least on the Myers-Briggs spectrum. Anyways, really quick, big five, super cool, very scientific. And uh, it doesn't give you like certain personality types like the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs, but it'll give you like five categories uh, and maybe 10 total subcategories. And I find that's been probably more insightful and maybe a little more scientific than uh, than the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs, as much as I've enjoyed and benefited from those as well. I guess I'd have to say I'm an Enneagram person. Um
1: Just because I'm like, ah, I feel like, once I heard about the Myers-Briggs, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it didn't really, I don't think I thought too much about it. Um, I'm just like, oh, I'll still live my life the way um, I want to. I think it's just, and I think perceiving myself as different and unique. And then as I parse through the Enneagram um, and just seeing like, I'm like, oh, wow this is a classic four wing five thing, <laughs> but I'm special, I'm different. <laughs> um, and, and just like how it just like seeing the themes in my life. And so I think I use the Enneagram, but I feel like because I'm an Enneagram four, I have this like slightly love hate relationship with the Enneagram in the fact that I'm like, oh yeah, this helps me understand this person. Like when I'm watching a show, I'm like, oh, this is why this character does this. Oh, okay. This is why I hate hate these types of people. It's just like I can see themes.
4: I have a love-hate relationship with all personality things. And I think it it is solely because the Enneagram gets me the most, um, most accurate. Um, but like when I was in high school and everyone's doing their Myers-Briggs, I was like, fine. I can't be reduced to letters like, I am more than this. But it, like, helps how I, like, relate to other people. One being that I'm an, like, off-the-charts extrovert, and my brother, who I do most of my life with, is an off-the-charts introvert. And when we shared a car, it was just argument after argument of what time we should leave a social gathering. Because he always wanted to leave, I always wanted to stay, but there was no in the middle. And then, uh... So I was overseas, shout out to my friends in the Berg, I had a bunch of people come over from Liberty University, they were all super obsessed with Enneagram, and I was like, there's no way, four, okay, I refuse to let four letters define me, let alone one number, no, I won't let it be. Um, and I think people hearing this might think that I'm a four like Desmond, but no, I am a classic seven in every single way possible. <laughs> and um, furthermore, to prove this point, uh, for starting work with PTC, we had to do the Berkman test. Um, and I just like, it was not sparking joy in me. The, ans- the questions did not entertain me i did not want to do any of them so i started clicking random things because everything wasn't really what i wanted and it wasn't until i got to orientation when they were like yeah we paid a good amount of money Mm -hmm. for you guys to know these personality things and i was like oh no (laughs) oh no i ruined it i just need to always be doing something and something fun a negative emotion, bad. We hate them. We don't like them. We don't talk to them. Who are they? How about you, Sam? Um,
3: so I don't, I don't know what my favorite person personality uh, test is, which is funny because I studied psychology, and <laughs> when I was in high school, I was really into the Myers Briggs, and uh, so my Myers Briggs is ENFP. Um, I so I've done a couple of tests. There's Strength Finders. There's the Berkman. And I think I, in the past, I've been really drawn to them because they tell me what I'm good at. I like being told that. In recent days, I appreciate the Enneagram. I hate saying that because it's all the rage nowadays and I feel like I'm just jumping on the bandwagon. But I will say, um, I've had some conversations with some counselors uh, from the perspective of the Enneagram. And it's the Enneagram has been the, maybe the first, um, Uh, personality test or way of thinking about our personalities that has helped me think about not just my strengths but actually my weaknesses Um, not just at a surface level but the motivation uh, at the motivation level so uh, I think I'm I'm still not sure but I feel like I'm somewhere between a seven or a nine the enthusiast or the peacekeeper um and a lot of the times, I'm, I'm always thinking, what is my motivation when, when something big happens in my life? Am I actually avoiding pain? Am I am I trying to keep the peace? Am I trying to avoid conflict? What's going on inside my heart? And so I think because it helps me think about my motivations a little bit more, I appreciate the Enneagram right now.
0: I'm an Enneagram person too. Um, and on the Enneagram, I'm a one wing nine. Um... And I actually hate those uh, title things because <laughs> the one wing or at least the one is a perfectionist and I don't really identify with it. Um, I feel like a lot of like the caricatures surrounding ones and especially all those Instagram Enneagram like pictures always paints one a certain way. And I'm like, I don't connect to that at all. Like, I don't know. Like, I just I don't feel like a goody two shoes. Like, I don't feel like I'm very by the buck. Um, and I have like a nose ring and undercut and dyed hair to prove that to you. I think I connect to that sense of like, I have a very strong high ideal for myself of what I want to be and I will work my way to get to what my idea of perfection looks like. Um, but I think what's been helpful is that it helped me address also like the repressed anger that one's experienced that in there, like that deep uh, frustration at the world, Um, that glint of anger when like something that just isn't right happens um, that's something that I feel like as a one I always denied my negative emotion because it's not good like it's not a good emotion it it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel right and I feel like I've been taught to like anger is bad Um, but it forced me to address the fact that like I am angry and like I'm kind of okay with that um uh yeah i don't know but i hate being labeled as perfectionist
5: um my favorite quote that characterizes an enneagram seven is fun 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 from rebecca black friday
0: (laughs) I feel like I've always been a wannabe seven. I like purposely befriend and like stick close to my sevens cause I'm like, that's just who I wanna be. That's like my ideal. Anyway, um, but that brings our intros uh, to a close. So now you've met Corey, Laura, Desmond, Sam, and me, Tiffany. Um, so yeah, tune in uh, in future episodes to learn more about our amazing thoughts on another set of topics. We're not gonna pay you a nickel, but what are your thoughts on us? Are you excited for this podcast like we are?